0: Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Len. Oil prices have softened again. The market seems to be increasingly confident that the war in Gaza will not disrupt its supplies.
1: Yes, that's right. Brenta has, in fact, been close to $84 per barrel this morning, which is not far off the October low of uh, around eighty-three fifty. And I think what's changed in recent days um, in particular has been the speech by the leader of Hezbollah on on Friday, which was watched very closely by the oil market as people trying to sort of get some clues as, as to whether there was a risk of Hezbollah getting more involved in the conflict than they have been thus far and hence the, the war escalating into Lebanon and, and, and so on. Um, but I think overall the market's drawn quite a lot of comfort from the sort of comments that the leader of Hezbollah made. In particular he said that Hezbollah did not know of the plans that uh, Hamas had to attack Israel and, and apparently they said neither did Iran so again suggesting it's not a coordinated thing. Also he uh, sounded content that the role of Hezbollah had been to hold down Israeli forces along the Lebanon border. So essentially just posing as a threat to Israel that prevented Israel from deploying all of its forces against uh, Hamas. So rather an indirect form of, of assistance, but uh, it was interpreted as meaning that basically the, the Hezbollah was sort of comfortable that they were doing enough already. Still, tensions are bubbling away. Saudi Arabia's military has gone to a high state of alert because of uh, problems that have been growing in, in Yemen, where, of course, the Iranian-backed uh, Houthi rebels, and they've been uh, firing missiles towards Israel, although really very much at the end of their range, so probably not so likely to be an, an issue for that conflict, but certainly a potential issue for Saudi Arabia and various other things of, of that level. But overall, the market has taken the view that there's no clear escalation, and so has started to refocus again on the demand side weakness and the rather challenging uh, macro outlook.
0: Russia and Saudi Arabia have reconfirmed their commitment to cuts. Why did this not help the market more? And what does this tell us about what might be decided at the OPEC plus meeting later this month?
1: Well, all they did really was reaffirm, as you say, an, an existing commitment. They said they were going to limit supplies up to the end of this year. And they've just said, yes, we're going to continue doing that. Uh, so really, the decision, if they'd made one, would have been to have ended the cuts early. But clearly, that would have been a very surprising course of action, given the weakness that we've seen in markets, really. Uh, consequently, nobody would have expected them to do that. The central expectation would be that they would continue as as they are, and, and they've just reconfirmed they're going to do that. So this is that news really is, is irrelevant for the markets. Turning to the OPEC Plus meeting, though, which is later this month, given the demand worries, there's clearly going to be an argument about whether the cut should be extended into the new year and whether that's Saudi Arabia with its additional voluntary cut or whether that gets split up amongst other members doesn't really matter. The key is does OPEC plus maintain its current level of output by in some way extending these cuts? And what we don't know is to what extent that's already priced into the market, given there is an active discussion about whether OPEC plus will do that. There's got to be presumably something priced in. And so that clearly raises the possibility of disappointment if OPEC plus doesn't manage to come to some kind of agreement that enables output to be maintained rather than increased as we go into the new year.
0: And where might the markets go from here?
1: Well, Brent recently broke down out of its uh, tightening trading range that we had seen in place. That was really last week. So that's put it on a negative footing. But since then, it has got some support from the 200-day moving average. But even that uh, now looks to be breaking. So we should now look to the October lows, which are 83.44, and also the 200-day moving average, which is at 82.57. And there may be some nervousness about pushing the market significantly lower at present, though, because we do have the OPEC Plus meeting later this month, where OPEC Plus might uh, come to some agreements about maintaining output rather than increasing it. And there's also the possibility that the war in Gaza does actually throw up some surprises. So those two upside risks might uh, keep people a little bit on their toes, given how far oil has moved down recently.
0: In Europe, gas storage is now almost full. Does this mean the market is in a good position for the winter?
1: Well, it's certainly in as good a position as it it can be. Gas storage is now at its highest ever level. It's uh, about 99.6% full across Europe. And uh, it is still building, albeit very slowly, due to relatively mild temperatures and the fact that prices continue to be relatively high, so disincentivising demand. Um, short-dated prices are starting to soften, though, on gas and, and electricity. And also, there's been a bit of a softening in prices in, in Asia too. So, if, if the temperatures remain relatively moderate or to average for the time of year, then it seems that the short end of the curve could come under f- further pressure, given how full um, gas inventories already are.
0: Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's weekly energy update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at InvestTech.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.